Hi, my name is Paul Dunay, and welcome to another Buzz Marketing for Technology podcast. Welcome to another Buzz Marketing for Technology podcast. I'm your host, Paul Dunay, and today I'm speaking with Paul Gillen, a social media consultant, writer, and author of The New Influencers, and his latest book called Secrets of Social Media Marketing. So welcome to the podcast, Paul. Thanks for having me, Paul. I should tell you, I'm an avid listener. I think I listen, I've listened to every one of your podcasts. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. So today we're going to explore some of the secrets from Paul's book, which I think will be an invaluable tool for anyone looking to get their company going down the social media path and also a good refresher for folks who are social media experts. So, Paul, what do you think is the purpose of social media and then, you know, sort of by extension, social media marketing? Oh, it's an interesting question. What is the purpose of social media? And I can't say I've ever been asked that before. Uh, I think that the the value of it is to give individuals a new means to communicate with each other and to form interest groups and communities uh, informally on a peer-to-peer basis without the need for uh, special support structures. So the, the change that social media has brought about has been to enable uh, people to publish their information that they want about themselves to potentially a very wide audience and to form uh, networks of infor- informal networks of friends around that. Uh, now, social media marketing is simply an application of social media, uh, both an application of social media and a, a way to leverage social media to derive marketing value from that. Uh, and as, uh, as such, it is a complement to traditional marketing, uh, as to some degree maybe a, a replacement for traditional marketing, but it is a new style of marketing that uh, takes advantage of the unique attributes of uh, these social media interactions. Definitely. And I, I agree with your, your statement of it, that it's a complement to, to traditional media. I think in, in concert, I think they work very, very well. I don't think you can do one or the other or you know, doing them uh, together is definitely the right way to go. So, you know, you provide some great examples of ROI in uh, social media in the book, but you also define ROI as the risk of inaction, which I loved. Can you talk a little bit more about some ideas on how you might want to counter the ROI objection? Well, ROI is the greatest uh, excuse for not doing anything that's ever been invented. Uh, in in organizations, it's a simple way to uh, avoid taking risks uh, to to explain away uh, something that is uncomfortable to you because it doesn't have ROI. The, the fact is that new technologies and new ways of doing things never have ROI at the beginning. They're they're too new. Uh, you have to make some assumptions. You have to take some some chances to find out where that uh, where that return is. So I I sort of grip my teeth when I hear the ROI objection come up because, uh, on the one hand, uh, it, it is a very measurable medium, the Internet. There are uh, some very uh, reliable ways to determine the results that you get from, uh, from a campaign. Uh, but also, it's a, it's a convenient way for people who are afraid of a new way of doing things to deny it. And, and in this case, I think you can't deny this. We aren't, we aren't going back to the old ways of, uh, of, commu- of co- companies communicating with their constituents. You know, that, that's gone. Uh, mass marketing 
is uh, is being supplemented by by conversation marketing. And um, I think that uh, you have to. There are metrics now that will establish the value in um, social media marketing, and uh, they're very solid and solid, and reliable metrics. And there are emerging lots and lots of case studies that will show that done right, this is a very uh, leverageable and very cost-effective medium. Definitely. And I think the temperament in organizations, specifically around ROI, is that you know, it's got to have a, an ROI associated with it. You know, 10 years ago, it wasn't as critical to have something like that. And I don't know if that's a statement of the economy or the, a statement of you know, corporations in general, but you know, it just well, seems that everything has to have something like that. Uh, yeah, and that's a good point, Paul. And the fact is the ROI, uh, the, the TV commercials don't have an ROI. Uh, the fact is conventional marketing, most conventional marketing doesn't have an ROI because it's not measurable at all. The only reason we are able to predict an ROI for a print ad or a TV commercial is that we've been doing it for so many years that we have a comfort level with it that makes it, makes it possible to make some safe assumptions. Um, that's not, we don't have that comfort level with social media yet because we've only been doing it for about three years. Uh, it's unfair to compare uh, a medium that has that little experience where there's that little of a, a base of evidence to something that we've been doing for the last 50 years. So the fact is that the ROI metrics will emerge very quickly because fundamentally this medium is more measurable than its predecessors. Right, exactly. Okay, so do most people just tend to make a video and stick it up on YouTube and forget to market it and wonder why they're not getting a result? I mean, is there any secret sauce there? Yes, <laughs> and I, I think you could take the, say that about almost any form of social media, marketers who practice it tend to do all the work on the front end and not on the back end. So they'll create content and they'll post the content and then they'll go and look at the traffic figures and they'll say, geez, nobody's coming. This must be a lousy idea. Uh, And that's not the problem. The problem is not the idea is bad. The problem is that you're not doing the back end work. In fact, the, the the process of building an audience, building repeat traffic, awareness, uh, link uh, consistency, uh, sustainable links, search engine awareness, it takes time and it takes persistence. And you have to do a number of things right. And really the the process of publishing something is only the, the first half of the process. You know, in the old days, when we would publish something, we produce a video or we put something on TV, that was the end. That was it. We were done. And today, when you publish something, that's just the beginning. Uh, you now are going to start uh, enhancing it and, uh, and syndicating it and repurposing it and uh, delivering it in different formats. There are so many more things you can do with content today that you couldn't do in the past that to think of the actual publication of the content as an endpoint is, is shortchanging the process. And it's why many, I think many corporate social media initiatives fail is that the marketers behind them look at how we used to do things as being the way we should do things going forward. Yeah, and, you know, the the whole content engine now is completely different. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago it was all about, you know, getting a PDF, a white paper, and posting it to the net and seeing what happens. You know, now there's just so many different forms, the blog post, the the RSS feed, the you know, the podcast or video that goes around that, and tweeting this and tweeting that. You've got, you know, so many different gears now, so many different levers to pull 
that uh, you really can start to spread the word a little bit differently. And if you have all those tools, you should be using them in a coordinated fashion so that uh, I'll give an example. I was at a, a conference this morning, and it was very interesting sessions on social uh, social networks behind the firewall, and I tweeted uh, much of what the speaker said, probably about 40 tweets I put out. Now, I will come back and actually t- grab all those tweets. I'll uh, pull them together and rewrite them as a blog entry, and that blog entry may very well be an article for my next newsletter. And, that is, and then I'm going to bookmark that newsletter on Delicious, and I'm going to syndicate it through Google Reader, and the combination, I may even podcast it if I have the time. A combination of all those things adds up to a much larger audience than you would get with a simple, with simply publishing once. Yeah, beautiful. Great example there. Um, so you talk about what I like to call the shiny object syndrome, where marketers get caught up in having you know, to do a blog because corporate wants to do a blog. What is your advice for these marketers? Yeah, that's a great question, Paul. I'm so glad you asked that one because I think the most common question I hear from marketers is something along the lines of, uh, we, we want to start a blog, and we, but we want to know how to do it and what it should be about. And that question is wrong. The, the question is not, how, uh, how do we start the blog? The question is, should we be doing a blog in the first place? you've got to back up and start from the strategy. Uh, one of the things that I try to emphasize in, in this book is that social media is not a panacea for anything. Not everybody should be doing it. Social media marketing is not right for everybody. If you sell multi-million dollar aircraft engines and can count the number of, of uh, customers that you have on your fingers and toes, then you probably shouldn't be doing social media marketing. You should be on the telephone and you should be out buying people dinner. Uh, this is appropriate only for certain situations. So the question to ask, you need to start at the strategy level and say, what are we trying to, to accomplish here? Are we trying to uh, sell more product? Are we trying to improve a, a brand image? Are we trying to correct a misperception? Are we trying to generate leads? Are we trying to improve uh, our awareness? I mean, there's any number of, of goals that you may have in mind. And then you say, uh, does social media lend itself to this objective, and if so, what tools should we be using? And I use plural because usually one tool is not enough. Uh, and then you begin to talk about things like, what do we do with the tool? Hmm. Okay. Well, then I'm going to give you a hypothetical situation. Suppose you were on a deserted island, right, and you just got started with social media marketing, and you only had one tool. You only could afford one tool. What would that tool be and why? It would be a blog. There's no question about that. The, a blog is the most flexible, um, and the most uh, leverageable social media tool. It is, um, the advantages of it are, uh, A, you control it. So you, I liken a blog to being a, a speaker at a conference. A blogger is a speaker at a conference. You uh, have the podium. Uh, you control basically what's said. And if people are shouting at you and, all, and it's really desperate, you can, you can start, you can shut things down. Uh, you, so you are, uh, you know, you're the boss on a blog. It's also very flexible. It can accommodate text, uh, images, uh, audio, and video. It is easy to syndicate uh, through RSS feeds. It can accommodate RSS feeds, so it can be a vehicle for syndication. Uh, and it can also be integrated into other kinds of 
of media. So your blog, it's, it's very simple to, to repurpose your blog, for example, uh, on your Facebook account or on your Amazon profile or on any number of other uh, social media you may be, be using. Uh, your posts can be, can be syndicated that way. You can also consolidate uh, content from other media such as Twitter or YouTube uh, on your blog. So it is, uh, and it's also very easy to start up and it's cheap. So it's, it's sort of the Swiss army knife of social media tools. It's not ideal for everything, but it's, it's pretty good for most things. I like that very much, the Swiss army knife of social media. Well, Paul, thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And for our listeners, now it's your turn. Please let us know if you found any secrets you're willing to share with us. Uh, Paul and I will be here and willing to continue this conversation with you online. Don't forget to pick up Paul's book, Secret of, Secrets of Social Media Marketing, uh, available at Amazon, I'm sure. Uh, I believe so. Yes, thank okay. you. Thanks for the plug, Paul. I'm sure I'll have the, the link uh, posted on the blog. And uh, we'll be back again next week with another podcast. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to having you back next week on another Buzz Marketing for Technology podcast.